0: What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Auntie Hour. Here's our first episode. Welcome. We are four women in four different cities with one purpose to bring you 100% realness. My name is Heather. I live in Cleveland. My name is Sheik. I live in New York City. My name is Tasha. I live in Los Angeles. And I'm Dominique from Philly, baby. Now, do me a favor. Go grab your W. Your wine, your whiskey, your wings. Even your water, if that's what you choose. Listen, we're women coming. that drink whiskey and pray, so close your eyes for a second. Amen. Dear God, please guide us. Amen. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> those oh, are t- I, I was waiting for the prayer. <laughs> that's it. Keep it short and sweet. Oh, I'm not sure people would want to pray the table away. Uh, okay. those, those are the prayers you be hoping that your family members do real quick when you're hungry. Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. And they never do. They, they left everything from the toenails on your feet to the nails in the door no mm-hmm. left that turkey and let's go <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's get into it let's get into this auntie life this auntie podcast before we start look let's talk about what an auntie is because people keep asking me like how are you guys aunties or uh some people are like oh yeah I can see it but a lot of older women
1: they like you your not auntie auntie. like
0: you're not even a real auntie yet like you ain't an auntie you ain't 40 all right. Well, I got I've been, I've been an auntie since I was in the eighth grade. Okay, I was gonna say, yeah, I started real young. Okay, I've been wearing slips under my skirts <laughs> and everything since I oh, was slips. in like eighth, ninth grade. Okay, with the <laughs> lace hanging out the back where the split is. So somebody getting gotta done. tell you lift your slip up, getting dropped. I, I tell it a lot I'm a tradition passer so if I'm with older women, I'm kind of like the young baby. And I let you, you know, school me. But when I get with my young girls, I'm passing all that stuff right on down. So mm-hmm. that's why they feel like I'm the auntie. I don't know. I think I'm an auntie because I be getting drunk listening to Al Green. And then I'll, <laughs> that'll transition to Cardi. Then that transitions to Jasmine Sullivan or Summer Walker. I don't know. I just be, I be in a mood all the goddamn time. Yep. Well, y'all know I done been old my whole life. So I don't always mm-hmm. been real mature. Shut up. Ain't nobody ask you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, y'all hear us call uh, Heather Nana, that's why. <laughs> yes. That's shout, out, shout out to Selena, freshman year of college, okay? Oh, I thought that was a name you came to school with. No, <laughs> no, girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this whole time I've been bamboozled.
1: No, it was like week
0: one. Selena so was like, you remind me of my Nana. Oh, oh you learn something new every day. And hey, y'all well, been together for 12 years. Selena oh. gets is. we've been calling you nana ever since like the entire school calls you nana uh. <laughs> and it's been it's been 14 that years i think it 14 years i think it's been 14 okay wait i think we should just mention that the four of us met i don't know how well, drop how many years y'all but at leaky university all these years ago and we've been 16 okay. 16 yeah between yeah. like well, yeah around. I'm, I'm the yes. one a year under y'all. I came because Heather fed me and I didn't stop coming. <laughs> right. Yes. I, I didn't even know front- her name for like a week. Uh, <laughs> I, I showed up with the woman to, to help pack goodie bags and y'all was having shenanigans and it didn't happen like that at my freshman dorm. So I stopped, I didn't stop coming. Right. You no longer that freshman. I need to be over here. Who, this woman? <laughs> 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 Heather barely knew me and I was coming around. I was like, oh, I'm coming over tomorrow. Yeah. She looked at me like, okay. Okay, I, I think got this. Well, her tea brewed together. Okay. I got I got a question. So, since you was the auntie that came around and never left, and you say people be asking you, <laughs> people always ask you like how your auntie. Like I know how I'm auntie, but what would you say your definition of an auntie? is? Oh, the the spirit of a, of a mother okay. with the honesty of a friend. If you ask, I, I got a couple young girls in Lincoln right now they call me auntie. It's because I'm loving. I'm nurturing. But at the same time, I'm giving to you straight no chaser. That's why I drink whiskey, baby. Yes, Period. <laughs> there I'm real with you. I'm going school you. I'm going love on you. And that's, that's it. For my, my shot. Me. Wait, because Shaquan, what was your saying the other day? Oh, I was saying that um, auntie can be defined by age. Like, auntie ain't an age. It's a mood. That part. So I don't, you know, I just feel like that's been my forever move. So Mary J. Blige, if you watching it, you listen to this. <laughs> yes please, Auntie. Sis, it is nothing wrong it's with being it's an a, Auntie. It's a vibe that you give. Right. You, you, you can go from your fur to your combat boots and your cap, and we love that. And with them right. dance moves, the Auntie dance doing. moves okay. that you be doing across the stage, those is Auntie moves. <laughs> So Man you need to Ray, just embrace it. Says. Don't you be out there upset that people calling you auntie even if they older than you. I That's know so why. Right. I'm mad at that because I I I feel like being an auntie is a term of endearment. It's an honor. And it's it's a it's a it's it's us reclaiming all that we are in being mm-hmm. bothered,
1: not mm-hmm. wanting to
0: wear a bra, being drunk all the time, praying, mm-hmm. twerking. Crying the gospel music while you drinking wine. I mean, uh-huh. I just yeah. feel like it's, so, it's... I mean, we got to think traditionally, culturally, it's a sign of respect. Yes. It's a sign of respect. Because in like, some African cultures, the oldest sister even gets referred to as auntie if, if she has a bigger age gap between her younger siblings. Oh, you know, my... just in general, your mom's best friend is your auntie. Facts. You know... Mm-hmm. Someone I'm like, you only lives, got one sister. How I got seven aunts, I was really right. confused. <laughs> yeah. Someone who is due much respect because their position in either your life or a family member's life is an auntie. That's Even if they're cool. drunk, they stole a whole way. Even if they're never around, for some reason, they stole a whole way. That's so funny you said that out because, uh, you know, when we were posting all of our content on the page, like we've got these old pictures and videos. So, Amaris, the youngest of them all, because, you know, I had uh, my oldest daughter when we were still in college, so the, all of these women are m- my kids' aunties, but Amaris, she didn't grow up, uh, she's my youngest, she's eight years old, she didn't grow up in college with us, um, but she saw the video of me and Heather that Heather sent me the other day, and she's like, oh, Auntie Heather, <laughs> no, no, said Auntie Nana, that was a- <laughs> look at you know who your aunties are just from like pictures and videos and staying connected so I feel like aunties are important man they are a part of our foundation and growing and a part of our village like the ones that we had to create you know within each other to like keep each other like together yep especially during now what they say, tap, tap, tap in. Auntie, if that's happening, like, because sometimes you just don't want to go to the immediate. You need that happen, And Auntie will kind of come in and give you what you need, but also rip you up and pull you right back together. Roll yeah. it in now. Yeah. Roll it in. And here, yeah. yes, you can have a glass of wine with me while we talk about this. You old enough. Well, look, Heather said, <laughs> um, especially now more than ever, we need aunties, right? Sometimes when I would look at Kanye and I listen to some of his old mm. music and I'd be like, damn. Kanye. Y'all know I was a Kanye fan. All his posters on my dorm room wall. I drove yes, from uh, Philadelphia to Cleveland for a concert. Yes. <laughs> yep. And I, I listen to that those days. music and I'd be like, where is his auntie?"s Like, I know his mom has passed and I know he's gone through a lot of things in life, mental health uh, issues and just... Like Whatever his struggles have been, and I know we'd be, like, side-eyeing the having compassion and empathy for Kanye, but, like, I see him sometimes, I'd be like, damn, like, where is his black <laughs> black aunties right now in his corner to get him together? Because, like, when your mother ain't around, like, that is who is supposed to hold you up. And, um... Get him together, get them Kardashians together, because you're not going to play with that one. That's what she would be saying. Where's the auntie? They need to tell Chris, you're not playing with that one be your auntie. Your auntie's gonna come be somebody up for you. Kanye, you, if you watching because you should be watching or listening to us, <laughs> go find your auntie. So go you even called out go, Mary go and them. Kanye. Because you're, you're gonna listen to this Monday, Kanye. Go find your auntie and let her check Chris. You feel like Chris fucking with you? Let, check her. You got I somebody to do it. Time. There's people with Chicago waiting to check the Kardashians, Kanye. I know. Calabasas no. ain't safe. <laughs> Wait, so I feel like, like you said, auntie is something that we need now more than ever. But I feel like in this time of the COVID pandemic, I have found myself just living in auntie realness every single day. Like, just not even—it's not that I don't have a care in the world, but I've been having to like just calm down, but last get my mind right. So, you I don't, know what? Tosh, that's a good segue because um, we were actually going to call this part of our show the like check-in with one another. How you living, sis? How so, you living? I want to check sis? in with everybody and see how you living. How you living, sis? Uh, how you living, sis? But yeah. you living, yeah. Yeah. So it seemed Not like Tashi you was starting that out. So well, go ahead, know. sis. Tell us Continue. how you living. Uh, I would say, like, honestly, like I said, like, I've been living anti-realness ever since um, pandemic started. I went from working four years as a social worker to transition to, um, like, you know, like a, um entry-level position in uh, screenwriting. I'm working on a TV show right now. So that's been, like, some time in the making. But to then work for three days in Hollywood and then be shut down because of covid but at the same time it's crazy how you know i asked god for some things like last year like i want to spend more time at home with my family i want to have time away from work i was taking off of work all the fucking time because just for a mental health break i would take y'all know mm-hmm. she was, was never there you where's never. the elephant that was on your chest uh, oh y'all i don't know what happened to that hoe because she gone okay. she gone we'll get back into that she she go, because i can't afford to have her now live like like my job is so like i'm in charge of like other people's lives and stuff so if anything i have to be at work but the beauty is like as much bullshit that comes with covid like the blessing in it all is that i get to be home and do this and figure out i can figure out my way around home like i'm a homebody anyway so i could figure out how to put kids over here i'd have converted my kitchen to a to like a school office and Mm -hmm. I put our uh, kitchen table out here so we can eat, watch TV. Everybody can have a different place to go in the house. I can be on my work Zoom in my room and and, and do what I got to do, but then go and handle something with the kids or leave and go to the bank. Like I can live my regular life and I feel like, I don't know, as much as this may be a hard time and especially with like losing people, Black Lives Matter, all these things, there's still a part of this that i'm just trying to like embrace what about y'all um well i can say that this pandemic has um been a time where i've been trying to figure out what the bigger message in it is Mm -hmm. um because of the fact that it has put the entire world on pause like not a town not a city not one particular country, but the entire world has been on pause. And I feel like for a lot of it, I've been trying to figure out what this, what is this bigger message that we're all so, cause I feel like we all are supposed to get something from this and then individually, right? Um, but you know, with that, it's also just been super fucking exhausting. Yeah. Mentally exhausting uh emotionally exhausting uh there's another black person getting killed every day that's being recorded and you know going viral on the internet there's a uh, protest every day like i feel like i haven't rested like even though you would think this is you have more time to rest now because you're not moving around as much but just the noise like i live in new york so you know The soundtrack to New York City is noise, cabs, horns, angry people cussing each other out. (laughs) But I just feel like those noises have just amplified 25 times more since all of this started. So just feeling like I'm just really exhausted and I teach here in New York. So there's been a lot going on around that and trying to plan how to open school, if we're going to open school, strikes, I'm just tired, I'm I'm in five meetings a day and it's like the moment that I have to stop and just rest for a second, my mind is going a hundred miles per hour about the next thing I need to do or, you know, what am I going to see on social media today? Or is it somebody else I'm going to feel like, like anybody that I'm going to have to mourn today, Oh, yeah. I can't say that without bringing up with Boseman. Rest in peace to him. A real-life superhero. A real-life superhero. Like... No, that's wild. That's a people- real, Yeah, like, it's crazy. We sat there and watched him do all of these movies and never had the slightest clue that this man was enduring all of that behind the scenes. That's what... He showed I, up every day for superhero. everybody. He showed up for all the performances, all the... College graduations, uh, surprising guests by popping up, you know, like, I mean, it's just crazy to think about all of that. i seen this post said, the 2013 Jackie Robinson, 2014 James Brown, 2017 mm -hmm. Ergo Marshall, 2018 Black Panther, 2020 Storm and Norm, you know, Chad would work like he had something to do and did a hell mm -hmm. of a run. He really, really did. And, you know, we got people out here healthy nothing nothing going on and don't move like that so we got to take that as a life lesson yeah i want to acknowledge too that uh you know being in this industry this Hollywood industry it is not easy work is not easy to come by sometimes you don't always get a like you do uh, let me not say you don't always get a choice you do get a choice in what you decide that you're going to participate in in terms of building up your you know uh, what your what, the projects that you do in your career and the fact that this man chose very specific roles mm. that he was going to be in things that when he was gone would be attached to his legacy I just that's one of the most profound things like and and, and you reading off those years those were all the years he was battling yep. you know this cancer so just think about this man was not thinking about, I want to do this for the gram. I want to do this for the likes. I want to do this for, you know, popularity or just being the it guy. He did this because he was trying to leave behind something. Yeah, Beyonce right. got the song. I can't think of the name of the song, but it says, I want to leave my name in the sandprints of time. And that's a, like a driving model for me. Mm-hmm. Is to what am I leaving? Not so I can be big up, but because so I can level up the people behind me. You know, we're not doing all this work so we can die with it. We're doing all this work so the people behind us can come in at a different level. And it's like he definitely left his name in the San Francisco time. That's going to go on for years to come. Yeah, and I, much respect. I, I'll say much respect to, to him. Like just in this, um, like talking about you know how we live it, a mental health check in like thinking about what the state of black folks right now and like battling depression battling being like amanda seals just posted uh no well she went live last night and she mm-hmm. broke down and then like i saw her post i didn't see it when it was live but she broke down over chadwick but what i felt like even though she was trying to connect with other people you could tell in that moment she didn't know what else to do like nobody else was around her she was just trying to reach out to somebody but what I thought was dope was that she was like, I'm alone and I know somebody else feels alone. So like that's one, of the pl- that's one of the plus of the internet. She was like, so I got on here for like, you know, for me and for y'all so that we can mm-hmm. kind of be together. And I was telling them earlier that like, it, I was amazed that like 2,000 people were watching her paint. And then like mm-hmm. two hours later, 800 people were still on live just so they could be with somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's, been, that's also been kind of like the blessing of the pandemic too is that People have realized the connections and the similarities that we all have, no matter how much money is in your bank account or what your status, you know, what what class you're in, whatever, we were all stuck in the house and everybody found a way to connect in certain ways, whether you popped on an Instagram DJ and, you know, there's, you got D nice and, and oh tens of picture. thousands of people in there jamming at the same time, you know, to just know that you and thousands of other people are like me to the same music. Wait, wait, I was shaking it. That takes me back to the beginning of COVID when we were all in those D nice parties virtually. It sounds crazy even saying we were all in these parties, but I'm like, Tasha, you here? I'm here, girl. I- <laughs> Me and Nana used to be on it because I was always up. She she would be up late and then I was always up because my time zone is different or whatever. So I'm like, girl, are you about to go to the party? Like, it was mm-hmm. just because it was all in our heads, low-key, but mm-hmm. I mean, but we enjoyed ourselves and then we would see our little names pop up. We'd be like, hey, girl. Oh, Dominique me. was a virtual party promoter, okay? Dominique mm-hmm. for the Young Alumni Council. Dominique had parties for a whole week. Mm-hmm. Me Angel, so me, So me and Angel... Had to both work and we up at two in the morning with our phones next to our pillow, like, girl, you still not on the phone. They may back. not leave. He just he playing all the good hits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Girl, I was ready to go to sleep and people were still I'm like, stop the party. Yeah. I wouldn't be. Listen, I'll be the party promoter at the door, like, yeah i used to be wrapped up up in my comforter like damn this song is good this song is good it was time to play that song what's that song at the end of the party when you know it's not time to go home but it's time to get out of here that's what they play out
1: here what oh no they
0: play before i let you go yeah i was gonna say before i let let go Before I let that's go, in that's, the, that's the Wait, what song. you talk about, Shaquille? You mean after the uh, 15,000 um, reggae songs that they played? <laughs> the club, and we'd be sitting there asleep, ready to go home, draw oh, you talking like- about in New York clubs. Oh, I don't remember anything about those because I left <laughs> that alone a long time ago. Auntie, right uh, there. That's it, right there. I can't. Wait, but so Heather, you didn't tell us how you're living, sis. To- oh, well, for those who know, I always have like 45,000 things going on. So the pandemic shut all of that shit down um mm-hmm. so like, this was the time for me to kind of be at home be with myself understand myself so i feel like it came at a good so it was hard in the beginning um but i think it came at a good time because one i learned how to cook i mean i knew how to cook but like i like put some love into it before it was mm-hmm. just like i gotta eat and mm-hmm. now it's like all right sis you need to be able to have some like good meals to be able to pull out and mm-hmm. then so like, all this, like I saved money because I'm always the one that's Robin Peter to pay Paul and trying to go on trips knowing I should probably save. My trips was canceled. So um, I made sure I was an adult and put that money in my savings account. And so I think it was a blessing um, that everybody slowed down. I spent some time with my family. I spent some time with myself. And I got to know who like 30-year-old Heather was. Um, not the people pleaser, not the like getting everything done for everybody else. It was like, okay, well, what do you want to do? And even now, like, still being able to say no, like, yeah, no, I'm not going to go. It's cool. Because before I was trying to make, make a way and make it happen. Yeah. Yep. But now I was like, I could be at home. I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I am alright i used not be at home before, but, like, now it's like, no, I know I could be at home. because I was at home for, what, three months, four months? Mm-hmm. Without, without, without I'm choice. still at home. <laughs> Listen, but I wish home. I was like you was saving. Because that's what I thought I was going to do. But remember, in the beginning of the pandemic, I was in the market every two days. Like that was my playground. I couldn't stay home for a while. It was just like, and then go to the market and start to like a hypochondriac when it was too many people around me. I thought I had COVID. So it was like four people around me. I had COVID. So it was like, since so stay in the house, stay in the mm-hmm. house. But every day I needed a fresh piece of salmon because I started cooking more too. Because I I can play at it. But I honey, got- I started. Oh jeez. <laughs> Cause y'all know I started squatting at Warren House. I came here to make spaghetti March 12th. and then the pandemic hit, and my laptop was here, so I ended up sitting up at my desk. So now I'm saying this man's house. I guess I gotta provide dinner, and so that means the market, me and that, the market hitting up. Make us look bad because you be provide more than dinner. I mean, she had a whole, she had plates, table settings, candles. Yeah, I, I, she but she listened, listen. So people talk, hey. And let me tell you how some some of that happened, because people I have seen people say like the pandemic is going to either make or break a lot of relationships, right? This shit almost broke us. It was like different stuff oh. that kind of was coming out, and it was just like I don't know if I can stay in this. I don't know I don't know I don't know if I can stay in this. I don't know if this is what I want. I don't even know if this is cool. And the a lot of stuff that y'all see me doing is because I made an active decision that like Honestly, in the last year we, prior to COVID, we weren't actively working this relationship. We were just Dominic yes. and Lauren in the situation. And it was, I made a choice at that moment, like to actively work it. Before I say, no, I don't want this anymore, I'm going to put some effort into it. And so when y'all see me like posting plates or making place settings, that first time I did that, that dinner date in the house and I kind of made like a restaurant setting, that was me saying, yes, I choose this relationship. You are about to make me freaking cry because <laughs> but, you're beautiful, and I can relate a lot. So that that, was, yeah, that was me saying, I, like I choose it despite I choose it despite all. I choose it despite all. So are you meeting me halfway? Like are you meeting me here? I choose it, and I honestly can say since that point, like I like Will. I and mean, y'all know usually when my cycle come on, I don't like him. But reason <laughs> reason I have been liking him for consecutive days straight. I didn't want on a six day road trip with him. Like, that was a good trip y'all him. went on. Y'all sure did. We went to what Ocean City one day, and I stopped talking for forty five minutes because I didn't like something he said. I didn't stop talking to him for six days straight. Like, so I can honestly say, like, COVID, COVID put a little. It was like, oh, I'm about to be one of the people that don't got a relationship after COVID. But at the same time, it it really opened my eyes to a lot of things. A lot of things I want. Um, a lot of things I need to like figure out how to. You know, if I could, if this was the beginning of my relationship, I think it would probably have been perfect. We had a lot of like learning to go through, and right now, this place where we're at right now, it's like I don't know. It's a great place to be because we're actively learning each other and what we need and what we don't want, and saying like it's okay to change your boundaries. It's okay for this, um and pressing a limit. Like for me, I started therapy, so I actively share with him um some of the things and ideas that come up from therapy and encourage him to do the same. I mean. He ain't find his therapist yet, but I've been encouraging him to do the same and being able to talk to him about stuff. I even write it down and he be kind of like, oh, look, you wrote it down so you wouldn't forget. And I don't know, it's just it's been a great thing, a great experience. All that lovey-dovey stuff y'all see on Instagram, I feel like it's real and not just highlights. I'm feeling like it's real all the time. I, I think that that's been a really good coping mechanism, being able to have therapy Um, and and be able to get more sessions in while you know we're just at mm. home um so virtual therapy i thought would be very weird at first but it actually hasn't been bad uh between therapy and then you know just constantly visiting the damn plant nursery and coming back with several things at a time that has been very therapeutic L- just listen auntie's out there no, no 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 auntie's out in the real world Am I the only one? Cause I think I'm the only auntie in America that ain't got a plant. In, in this circle and in my other circle, I'm like, Lord, Jesus, I got to get a, plant. You need a I feel, plant. I feel judged. I feel judged. A snake plant, a pop a, a spider cactus, plant. plant. Get a cactus, get a succulent or something. Yeah, get one of those that you don't got to pay much attention I, to. A aloe plant, you know. I just, I, I'm going to ask on oh, Instagram. My baby I can't too. be the only one without one, okay? I feel real alone. I love um, it. I love your plants, Shaquon. I love them. They're people in the listening world, I wish you could have seen her beautiful plant. We'll, yeah, post so, we'll show them. There's so many of them. I can pick them all. Bam! It's not show and tell. now mm-hmm. I don't want you to. That, but Isn't that how you feel when people come to your house and you you're like, make- "Oh, I got something to show you." There's a new leaf. Mm-hmm. Dominique, don't Man. start pulling out yours. Jesus, um, oh, ZZ right That's here. a ZZ. So, let's remember, let's don't just dis- this stresses me out. I don't know what's going on. She getting these look, look, she the fell leaf and th- she getting these real knees right here. Zing her name is Ziana. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with her. You gotta give them names. Okay. Her name is Zianna, and Zianna's acting a little a little different. Okay. They're just like us. You gotta figure out what it is that they need because they will tell you. I, I, I wanna and talk about real quick. Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. I, I just wanted to say when you said that they think about what they need because they tell you mm-hmm. um my first time being a plant mom was like literally like plant plant mom I had a su- couple succulents uh from 99 cent store but like I started just buying plants like when we went into this pandemic and it started for me trying to like garden with the kids I ain't made it there yet because I want to actually plant stuff in the backyard with them mm-hmm. um, but I just started like getting little things that they could learn how to like nurture and grow and mm-hmm. share, like a sense of responsibility. But then as I was doing that with them, I was like, wait a minute, I'm like enjoying this. Like this is not me on my phone, on my TV, on Instagram. Like this is just me connecting with the earth. And it was something very spiritual and something very, yes. um, what do you call it when it's like, it's like you remember this from somewhere. Like, it like deja vu. Kind of felt like deja it felt right. Like the like me with the All was well with your soul. Mm-hmm. All was well with my soul. And then I found myself looking forward to it. Like it wasn't it wasn't a thing that I needed or wanted in particular because being at home it doesn't matter. It's the same thing as like being on your work zone and like only having a business shirt on in your drawers. Like because like now. because it don't matter (laughs) right now. like right now I don't have to go and buy all these anything or do anything other than like what are the things that bring me peace of mind and I Mm -hmm. felt like buying plants and watering them and watching them grow and making sure I have to stay on top of them so they don't die gave me another sense of responsibility that was just between me and the earth I don't know and there's also that intuition in us like that nurturing intuition yes so you get them and you see the slightest little droop and you're like oh my goodness okay and no. you know exactly like it's like a checklist like let me check your soil let me check for bugs let me see what your moisture level is like let me make sure the temperature's right in the room that let me make sure you get enough sunlight like you just start going through all the different check boxes so have the we gonna find you a a I don't, don't send me a plant. I don't want a plant to show up in my house. Don't send me no plant. We no, might. Listen. So yeah, I just to you, I'm you squatting, squatting right? But I'm squatting. But I just showed you a plant. The plant plant had to come with me. My mind mind these is all new. I ain't bring plants from my house. These are all new plants in his house. These are these are Warren's plants. <laughs> now, and mm-hmm. I, I asked, actually he named Vianna. I asked, I I asked him to name these things so they're in his house. We have Moses back there. That's a Moses cradle plant. Uh, plant. We have uh, Nyla. She looks like a lion. Madagascar tree. Mm-hmm. I have him name these. I just so feel he- like everybody on my IG stories has a plant, and I'm like, here we go. But I will say, this summer, during my virtual summer program, I made my kids plant stuff. So even if I'm not down with the trend, I made my kids talk about day self-care and they plant care. But here's <laughs> what I'm Here's where I'm gonna auntie you. This is so uh listeners, hey, listeners, viewers. however, this shit comes out. This is what this is how our friendship works, because we be getting on each other, okay? So Nana, you said when we did our check-in that this pandemic, and you know I can relate because what I also do 50 million things as well, okay. You said that this was a time where you got to sit down, get to know who the real Heather was. A 30-year-old Heather, 30-year-old Heather, Heather and, and, and see what it looks like to like tap into who you are and really connect and who you want to be right now I know this from pouring out so much into other people that my well has went dry many times I think that it's easy for us to say like okay for the kids this is a self-care routine I, I could see you guys planting. it was important for you to do that for them but you haven't yet experienced the value of what it looks like for you to do it for yourself. So Let's I just wanna you. I just want to challenge you with what is it going to hurt, right? Like we've never done a podcast before, but we talk on FaceTime plenty of times. We talk on our group chat every day. It's something different. You're trying new things. So I'm just going to suggest just try this one thing this one time. Just see if you like it, Dana. You might. Find out that you actually do, and it's okay. a whole bunch Can you borrow a plant? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know she got them, okay? That's, that's how you start. Them. You can start babysit? That's how I started. I started by taking care of my mom's plants. And if they died, I was like, well, okay, that, like I would figure out what I needed to learn from it. Or oh, I was just like, that plant was stupid, and I got rid of it. But you got no. them, dumbass. No, my Some homegirl, girl, put out. Okay, this is going to be the last girl. plant comment and then we're going to move on. But no, my homegirl, Ensign, tried to give me a plant and I politely gave it to my mother. I was like, here, mom, mm-hmm. Ensign gave you a plant. <laughs> Do you feel like it's going to take too much focus or work or just not uh, into it? Oh, you just into it. So I just feel like... It, Okay, and then we are gonna change the subject. But like, I just feel like I don't know. I think like personally, I just always fight the trends. So like, even like something as small as like AirPods. Like I didn't want no AirPods because they was trendy. I just got them because I they was the man gave them to me on, on sale. Like you know, like sage. I was like, do I really do I want a sage? Am I doing it because it's trendy? But I would, like always come into stuff on my own. So like, it just, okay. like I can't be forced. So, like it's not. So it's four years, years from now, you gonna be like, I gotta plant, y'all. Right. <laughs> I'm
1: right. Gonna I'm gonna have play, sage,
0: um, a plant, and crystals in two years. And we'll probably. We have a greenhouse somewhere and been like, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. We're on to gardening and having sustainability. We're going to we just, and, we you little, we're gonna get you a little mint plant. You know, <laughs> the little live mint you could get from the grocery store. To start just it. Get, no, I'm going to get her one of them um, realistic looking Ikea plants so oh she can feel like God. she got something. One of the oh, ones that's fake God. as shit, but it looks real. But I think, Heather, when you brought up trends, um, I think we could just you know, jump on over to some trendy topics going on in the world today. What do we call this shit? <laughs> Culture reports. Uh, the ratchet ratchet and real. The real and ratchet. The real and ratchet. The real and, well, and just ratchet. Just a hot mess and all the way right at the same time. We could call it, the, you know what, today it could be the real and ratchet. We'll see how that feels. And, and then, then if we, you know, if we to change it, we change it. How about yeah. that? because we're going to check us boo right so yeah. let's get into it we gotta get some music that was a budget that was <laughs> i was thinking about topics. some news channel music like but i guess we'll have music next time y'all john what do we have at the top camilla camilla Kamala. Kamala. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Kamala, I'm, I'm sorry. Right, right, okay, but Kamala. wait, no, but no. So one thing I did see real hard during the pandemic was like, say my name. What was that post? Because you posted this point about like saying your name right. Um, girl, you know, because people like me be tired of people just saying our names any your kind of way, and you know me, I'll just keep walking and act like you're not talking to me. <laughs> Period. Oh so, yeah. So her name is Kamala. Kamala. Know- Listen, because Kamala. Kamala, I know you listening too, so I apologize. This is early. <laughs> And, and just early, so y'all, I, know, have, I ain't have any whiskey yet. Just so y'all know, uh, Heather is a good AKA, so she's gonna give us all the tea. <laughs> uh, sore. go ahead. Lord Jesus, no, I mean, so no. Before we was talking about like you know, like how we felt about it, like you know what was going on, and it was just that. I was telling them that I was kind of like torn because in all the good AKA group chats and Facebook groups, they was blowing up and they was excited and everybody was like, get your pink and green ready. We're about to tear down the White House. Mm-hmm. And then like on Facebook, um, it was like, people was like, either people was for it or they were strongly against it. So it was like, I just felt like an internal, like, well, Jesus, where do I stand? I got to pick a side. Like, I got to figure out what I'm going to do um and so you know what I did do was I sat back and I informed myself so I could have a strong opinion and hold my own in whatever group I decided to land in and so it was like I think that's a lot of being 30 and being an auntie and like researching and know what's going on so you can stand firm in your beliefs and your topics um I mean I'm excited for it we are gonna see what happens um I know people have other opinions but you know like Biden and Kamala 2020 here we come I, I think you brought up mm. a good point because I feel like we all especially in 2020 with uh black lives always mattering but like it needing to be at the forefront of every conversation i feel like we have to be well informed um it's like being armed you got to be ready to go in conversation with anybody cuz you never know when you need to speak up for your people or you need to speak against something or, or check somebody check somebody in fact factually check them in a way so i think that's amazing that you just said that because uh yeah i'm finding myself reading up headlines more than ever so i can make sure i'm right with the shit i got to say i agree with (laughs) that and i feel like um the different views are going to, to continuously happen no matter who's running for office but in this situation i think that there are a lot of big feelings around it because of like you said tasha right Black Lives Matter is at the forefront of every conversation right now. And if it isn't, it needs to be. And you need to check people around you that aren't bringing these conversations up. Um, I think it gets really complicated for us as Black people. And I guess this kind of ties into my stance also because there's a lot I'm still like learning about it and researching about it. But I feel like it kind of goes either way depending on which Black person you're talking to. You have those that are just like... She's a black woman, so she deserves this like she deserves, okay because we all deserve, and you know everybody brings up the Malcolm X quote about the most disrespected person in the, in America being a black woman, you know like um, or in the world I'm sorry if I'm misquoting that, but I do feel like my stances, whatever you're going to feel, do not just run with it because you see a person that looks like you. And I feel like a lot of times Black people are so caught up and seeing someone that looks like them and feel like, all right, every all of our problems will be solved now because there's representation that looks like me. But I I agree with Heather with saying that you need to become informed because there could be things about this person that you had no idea about because you didn't bother to look up or or just do a little bit of reading, but no, you saw her and she was black and you were like, great, she's the person for us. So I just feel like it can get really complicated in that sense, like whatever your stance is gonna be, know why you have that stance, like know your why. I feel like anything that you do, you need to know your why. And I just I don't want people to just make a a rush decision because they see someone that looks like them, because or skin folk and kin folk. That is and true. It may not necessarily be this case, but I'm just saying whatever your stance is going to be, because you should have a stance because this is a big, you know, topic and. This is going to determine the way that policies and laws are made in our future. You need to become informed so that you know what your stance is before you go out there, you know, buying a damn Kamala t-shirt or whoever you decide to vote for. Whoever you decide to vote for, you need to be well informed on that person and their beliefs and values before you just run with it because they look like you. So I have to admit that I am um, definitely right now the, the person that's like, I'm here for the Black girl. I'm definitely that person right now. Um, politics is something that I always say I need to be stronger and I need to research more. So that's what I, the, the area I'm in now. Definitely researching and understanding more. But I'm the girl that's here for the Black girl, for sure. And one of my reasons is, one, I feel like she's our ancestors, water's dream. Two, I had a, I was raised by a grandfather who wasn't able to see this happen. Now, the reason I want to make sure I'm doing research, because like you said, she, all, uh, uh kin folks, say say the quote again. All skin folks and kin folks. All skin folks and kin folks. And I know that, like you know, I know that. So that's one of the reasons I do make take the time to kind of sit down and read up a little bit more, pay attention to what's going on because i'm honestly the asshole when it comes to politics i i i'm more into local politics and more um i do a lot of local campaigning so stuff on a larger scale i don't give as much t- attention to as i need to um but i'm doing it just because i don't want to feel like it was a a sheep in wolves uh wolf's clothing i don't want to be like oh girl i've never seen that one comment <clears throat> and it's and so, so- <laughs> i just want to make one little point about that so i remember so when we came out of let's just take it back for a second because this is a something we can all agree on now when it came to president obama there are a lot of black people surprisingly enough that were not in agreement with uh president obama uh you know his politics or what he was about all that right okay boom i remember when we were in college now this is where i'm separating things because i feel like politics when you think about this country and and the and the what this country was the the foundation that this country is is built on America like it's all bullshit right so just even looking at politics in general sometimes feels like I'm looking at smoke and mirrors anyway so then I have to separate myself from the real and the ratchet right because to be honest uh, Joe Biden picking Kamala Harris after we have been dragging him this entire um, campaign in COVID, doing these um, the, these interviews with Charlemagne the God and all these different people and just literally putting his freaking foot in his mouth Every to time. then the next week announce that this black woman, Kamala Harris, is going to be his running mate. I just felt it was very ratchet of him and it was very convenient. And I felt like, Okay, we're saying yes. This is our this is our black girl. She's gonna be running office, and, and just best believe, I'm running. I'm going to work to the polls, and I'm going to vote that way. You know why? Because I feel like a lot of times when it comes to politics, my hands are tied. I'm like, well, I don't really know what what to do either way. And I know how depressed and crushed and worried and sad I was when President Trump won and he got into office. That was a very sad a heartbreaking night for specifically for black folk Mm -hmm. um and i remember regardless of how anybody felt about president obama i remember what it felt like to be a a person at an hbcu not in line six hours i'm getting to that i'm getting to that going to lincoln being a part of student leader leadership under Miss Royal and like her having us like really make sure the students got out and voted, knocking on doors, telling people, hey, get out and vote. It's important. Cause why? Cause we never have seen nothing like that before. A black president, it's never happened. So how all these folks are kind of full of crap, if you if you ask me. So so then we get a black president. That's just an accomplishment. It ain't always gonna be perfect, but it's an accomplishment that us as a people have never been able to make. I mean. So then we knocking on doors. We having to stand in lines. We we in a town full of racist people. People are trying to get us to sway the votes while we're in line. People are honking at us. We're standing there for, I forgot how many hours. We were crying. I stood in line six hours. I mean, just think about that moment, y'all. You know, and it's something that we all experience, you know? And I just, I go back to those moments and I, and, I, and it brings me back to now. And I just, I say to myself, like, A lot of times I just feel like my hands are tied and I don't I know you have a choice of whether you're gonna vote or not or which way you're gonna vote but I damn sure ain't voting for Trump and it it just Mm -hmm. is what it is you know Mm -hmm. Mm well on to the next right yes (sighs) this pastor known as John (laughs) (laughs) Gray oh my gosh what this about This subject should be called trash can. Put them in a the trash can, correct, John? Wait, let me hold on. Let me get close. Let me John, catch, catch up those who uh, don't know. Catch them up real quick. Yeah, give up, give us a little spill. What happened? So Pastor John Gray oversees a, a mega church. I think it's in Oklahoma. I, I think so. so. I don't know. I think don't he understand. has now been posted on multiple blogs. Because he's cheated on his wife for a second time. Now, honey, that is his business, right? But when you do it in the guilds public, it becomes our business. Second time that we talking about it. it's trifling because the first time he did it, he publicly apologized. He bore his wife this Lambo. Sis, you know, stood out there for her man. You know, she felt like... And blamed the woman. Old Blame the woman and blame the devil. Avenger, we gonna get into you a little bit later about blaming that lady. I don't wanna drag Avenger though, cause I like her. <laughs> well, I'll save her Avenger. for another day you then. Never, that lady don't owe you nothing. That's your man that you had the, the vows with. That's the man that you made the commitment to. So we we want to cause that's a whole different subject. We can go into that in a different podcast. But Sis then put out these videos, all these text messages, and he definitely was cheating, honey. Mm-hmm. And, Trash. For some, for some crab legs. For crab legs. Because I be feeling like... They ain't the only you legs you want to... Okay? Politically correct, okay? And I'm going to say this, and I hope I don't offend nobody when I say this, but it ain't tricking if you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this is a serious tricking situation. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, why is it when we talk about a pastor, we talk... Because I like... I like john Gray's pastoring word blah 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 i was following his wife so like when things like this happen it just pulls the rug up from the underneath you and you'd be like well damn you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like, i mean but that just goes to let you know that like everything you see on the internet is not necessarily real it's the highlights. First. It's like that's the highlights, so yeah because like i just think it's funny that he in his video he was like you know meet me in cabo with your two-piece and then the next day, all you see is a picture of Avatar and her two piece. Like, so she ain't said nothing, but she's right. saying a lot. Mm-hmm. But, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like the the, the 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 audio is like it's all like money and trips and doing all this stuff and like that's tricking if you ask me. Like when Suki hounded the goat uh, on WAP, was she was talking, when, when she did her little WAP interview Did she talked about you got to tax these niggas and da 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 da. It's like. So that's that's essentially what this is, and, but just because we're talking about a pastor, now I'm gonna tell you why it's trash. trash is because we're talking about a pastor. That's why it's trash. They people too, though they live their life just like me. So to me, it's <laughs> trash because it's pastor because you are if you're in charge of the flock, and however you shift can hinder the body of Christ. You that's you right. stand before the people. You are in representation of God. Not that you are God, but you are coming before the people as a man of God. And whatever you do can sh- can save a life or, or kill bring a life. Look, you know, I- it brings it bring someone closer to God or makes someone farther away from God. Now, what I can say, a lot of younger people, a lot of millennial stuff like this makes us just go learn God for ourselves. Go understand who God is for ourselves. And that's the plus in some of it. But other people kind of just want to walk away from it. Because church hurt don't even have to happen to you directly. It can be just right. things that you experience in church yeah. and you're responsible for it. When God puts you in leadership position any place, you are now responsible for the lives that you are overseeing.
1: Right. And that stuff that you do
0: sure. affects their lives. So you can't be out here being trifling. And, and it, I'm pretty me, sure it's trifling because sounds- outside of the, one, it's outside the marriage. Two, it's with someone who wasn't able to keep quiet because you, you must not have been tricking that right. Cause since Girl, they, they all stupid. God. They don't learn. They don't learn. That, how many people have gotten outed? And right. it's like, you don't learn. Like, you are a multi millionaire. You think some savage ain't about to sit there and screen record you, sit there and, like, show every, screenshot receipts right. of everything that you said? Like, you're old and tricking. Yeah, it's just, I you mean, don't I, I don't know what they really get out of it, per se. I mean, they get clout, I guess, but even though it's like you become the side bitch of whoever, but I mean, I just feel like, like, what don't these people get? It's funny because they got this rule in Hollywood that, like, and a lot of it, this came up when we, uh, the discussion uh, about uh, Will and Jada, which I will not discuss because I love them. Oh, uh, <laughs> Mm. But and uh, I mean, we could we could talk about that. He just... made an appearance on Red Table back in May too. Uh huh. Uh huh. After cool job. The... Yeah. yeah, talking about how they were going to separate or something like that, and some other stuff. But we can get back to that. But but I just want to make the point of <sighs> when we were talking about this whole uh, entanglement situation. And what, and what was going on with them and all that. And then it came up about like, just there sometimes being broken areas in marriage and people like making mistakes or people doing things and people also like praising people and making them seem like they're not human beings and they can't make mistakes. I, I totally agree with that. I feel like people are human and they make mistakes and sometimes things happen. But at the same time, I feel like just like the police have a responsibility to keep us safe and actually protect and serve, I feel like when you are standing at the forefront of a church and you're trying to lead people to salvation and all these different things, you have to live your life also to a certain standard. And to keep making these same types of mis- I look one time, one and done. Look, he was able to have his own show. He he's still making money. He had a whole. If he was in a good Baptist church, he would have got set down. But because he's the leader of his mega church, ain't nobody there to check him, so he can keep doing what he want to do. Yeah, but even so, the first mistake honestly will show how God will use your mess. You know, God used that mess to yeah. kind of to move them forward. You're. But you're not going to play God. You're not going to keep playing with him. You're not going at this point. You're playing in his face. So I don't know. That's. Sh- However, you rectify that with your Lord. That's your business, but don't play with my God. And mm-hmm. I'm a drink to that as you drink your wine. Well, speaking okay, of wait, that, can we talk about Marcus, Marcus Houston? Houston. Oh, <laughs> the baby to get married. Well, how do y'all feel about that? He's a baby. Huh? <sighs> Ain't she eighteen? That's like no, nineteen. She is nineteen, and he so is thirty-eight
1: or thirty-nine. 39.
0: 30, 39 so Where's there's a 20 auntie? there's a 20 year difference my question was when did you and this child start dating okay wait we can't call her a child because she grown. no she could be one of my students <laughs> no she could she would surely be a, a sophomore in college or mm-hmm, she be in high school freshman college sophomore freshman she, she honestly, in. she still can be in high school. Some people turn nineteen; they last their senior year. I Listen, mean, we know whole, we know some super seniors, okay? He lived his whole life before she was born. He was fa- he been famous longer than she been alive. I, I feel like though, are, are we caught up on the fact that he's older, or are we caught up on the fact that we feel like he's even more older than what he really is because he was a child star that grew up. <laughs> So that was a thing, like that, this is a, is we've been thing. knowing yeah. this man since he was a baby, and we saw him go from immature to sister sister to B2K, being big brothers, stomp the yard, whatever the hell. What is what was uh, they, what was uh, all his <laughs> phases? Oh, for me, I think it's for, about her, honestly. It's about this young girl at 19, and she may be feeling like, she may feel like she's ready for it you know, just stepping into this role with this man who has lived his life. Now, because, if like, he's completely willing to allow her to grow and be a part of that experience, young. Right. then I'm here for it, you know, and I and I say that I have, a, I know a situation where there's a younger girl who married an older man. She wasn't that young, but one of the things the older man said to another person in our family is she acts young at times. And the person in our family had like, because she is young. Right, because like Tasha and Joe got married young, but they were, got married young together and they were able to experience life together and grow together. But like, you just think about it, like, you know, like, you want to, she can't even drink. Somebody on Instagram was like, How you gonna toast at your wedding? And you can't even legally drink. We're just dragging folks just to be dragging mm-hmm. folks. Well, no, but we, I'm just saying, like, it's Now, just, what in the apple cider toast? My, my opinion is just that, like, it ain't gotta mean shit to anybody, but I just feel like 19. Like, she's going, she's going to be 20. And I feel like when I was turning 20, I didn't care about anything. Like, that was the beginning of, like, doing all the wild things I want to do. Um, you know, there was, there, there, there was, there was a lot of fun at some time, like, some extra But fun. remember the moments where you were forced to care about something during that time? It was kind yeah, of like, a baby. Baby. I, was knowing yeah, baby. I was pregnant and married, right. too at school throwing Joel shit out the room so that was right. you like on you television. were forced to care about certain stuff because you were married you get me and remember I'm sure that feeling sometimes should be like what the fuck but it's like you said Dom it's like I, I feel like if he's still gonna allow her to be 19 and do those things that 19 year olds do then okay like you know he has to respect that, but if it's like, no, you're my wife now, and you need to sit down and settle, I feel bad for her. But in no, the hell, maybe that's what she wants. I don't know. Right. But I, um, I just feel like for me, it, it just doesn't sit well. I just Maya, that's my Maya Houston, if you're listening, you can come on the show and tell us, help us, help us, help your aunties understand. Not make it help make us understand. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. Make it make sense for us, because we here, we here, black girl, we here for you. Lord, oh, we gonna friend. be we gonna be her aunties if she yeah. ain't got none. Yeah, not you, Marcus, Maya, Maya, <laughs> not you, Marcus, Mrs. Houston. Yeah, said Maya. Now, okay, so now the one thing that I'm a little concerned about that with is that you know him and Chris Stokes is BFFs, they friends, and her and his daughter seem to be BFFs. Like you've seen her when she was a kid, you probably saw her born, like get born, like come on, like no, so now, like, you probably like, at the hospital. It's totally not like you know, if he met a you young girl the diaper. Club, like you saw her when she probably was like ten, and now you with her. That's crazy. Listen, I grew up in a hood with people who creep me out. There's it, men in this neighborhood that I grew up in that try to talk to me now, and it it, it burns me. It's to the point that I tell my father, I'm 33, and I will tell my dad in a minute mm-hmm. that because that's nasty and that's not my business. My father's going to check that. Mm-mm. I won't even tell my boyfriend. i go going to call my dad. Remember such and such, that hang on such and such? he been trying to contact me and call me and do whatever. Okay? Because okay. well, you're, you're nasty and my dad going to take care of you. I feel like uh, I don't want to think about Marcus Houston and my Houston because I don't want to think about them uh, in, <laughs> in marital relations status. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just so I'm going to switch lanes to who I do want to talk about sex uh, with, and that would be Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Baby. And- oh, my goodness. I do want to talk about sex with Cardi And sexual day. conversations that have been looming around. Um, so Cardi, listen, we're, we're going to be at Essence Fest. Essence is going to have us there one day um, hosting... We, I don't know what we'll be hosting. Maybe the front door, one of the main stages, the floor. But Carly, let us, let's talk. Come come to the stage and talk with us, honey. I'll talk about sex with you and Megan any day, baby girl, because you got some you got some. I, I just want to know, how did y'all feel when WAP came out? Like, I have a lot of friends that had mixed feelings about it. Some people were like, I don't know if I like the song. I, okay. take <laughs> my ass. Up. That's exactly how I thought. I wish y'all could have seen that. Oh, I, I was, that up. was me too oh. I, I, was, I was over here whopping too but I, I, I was surprised that it was a lot of folks that was, what they real life looked like and they was still like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if I like this song I don't I know didn't see that time. coming And I'm I mean, mean, it wasn't the song for me it was the, I was like the video I was like oh alright this is mm-hmm. the thing I was like yeah. okay so I think it was, it was because it was visual and it was raunchy that some people just didn't know how to take it but yeah, I was like, so I got into an argument—not an argument, a discussion—with my coworker. Like, if this is everywhere, like people, I'm talking about it at work in a work meeting. And she was the age range of your coworker? She's 45. So and we had to her. Gonna, Can we not have our own Uchi Wally video or Sir Mix a Lot? She got it right. Can this was somebody, got somebody got brought up yesterday, world. and I kind of understand it. 45. You, if you were 45, you grew up in an era where that type of music came on at nine o'clock. And then okay. the real version of that music came on at one, and one but with uncut. Mm-hmm. So for them, it's like, whoa, it's just out and about. Mm-hmm. And every, like, you're used to like all that in a different setting when your mind is in that place. Not just turn on the radio or turn on the TV and you see it everywhere. But I feel like it's 2020 and we stay listening to some kind of ratchet ass, crazy. The, the degrading ass song that let's keep it a, let's keep it a hundred. Black women, we be shaking our ass and singing all the words and mm-hmm. and going along right with it. So when the men do it, yeah, no. When the men the men can say so crazy, I can't. I don't even. I'm not even gonna repeat any of the little the windows to the walls to the sweat drop down my balls. I'm oh, about to that, words and that's basic. That's basic. Like- that's old. I'm talking about new shit out 2020 that it'd be like talking about i mean it's stuff going on and the men get to say it and it's cool and now all of a sudden it's a conversation Shove it in her throat they owning it they owning a wop. they owning something mm-hmm. that, like i feel like it's okay for men of all races it ain't just black men it's of all races will have specifically black women shaking their ass half-naked in videos and it it, it is some kind of I don't know what it what it's supposed to do for you to like or how you're supposed to be looking because you got all these beautiful black women with their titties and their ass out and you standing in the middle I don't know what that is supposed to do for you but misogynistic. okay so, so it's so a patriarchy yeah it's yeah all, that's the type of society we that, that we live it. in that's the type of society that we live in and women's bodies are constantly policed we are, we are told how we are told that we have to reproduce we're told that you know you get pregnant you better have your child they try to make laws about it they try to police our uteruses the thing that we <laughs> is in your body i'm the one that deals with the cramps and the bloating and the bleeding and the fibroids and all of that. And you're telling me how to use this thing that's a part of my body. They do the same thing with I mean, just it's it just blows my mind when I especially hear men talk about like how disgraceful this video is, but like you don't have a problem with it in a strip club. You don't have a problem when Lil Wayne says things about getting your head boy? from two girls at the same this time. You don't have a problem when Rick Ross says, I put Molly all on her champagne and she ain't even know it. You don't have a problem with any of this. Rape culture yeah, is crazy in the music industry with music that comes from these hip-hop male artists. But when a woman says, this is the way that I want you to, to treat my body when we're having sex, All of a sudden, everybody has to clutch their pearls, turn off the radio, and hide their kids, because all of a sudden, now your kids is going to be popping their coochies all over the place. That has nothing to do with Cardi. That has nothing to do with Meg. People can't bring up the fact that Cardi's a mother, because you know what? I was sitting there the other day watching her live, and she was trying to celebrate the accomplishment that WAP had made so far. And when Offset brought Culture in the room, she hit stop and was like, we can't listen to that because my daughter's in here. Mm -hmm. So we sat there and watched her and and Culture sing songs from Frozen. And so she was able to get Culture out the room and then WAP came back on. So I just feel like, how are you trying to make other people who don't know you, have no responsibility to you or your kids, be the ones, the reason why your kids are, you know, uh, tainted and this and, you know, expose to things they're not supposed to. You better turn that radio off, put some damn Barney or some damn Paw Patrol, some shit on in that car that your kids could listen to while y'all riding around, if you don't want man? them to, listen, I don't know where the hell Barney is these okay. days, but if you, okay. wanna, you wanna take it back, you could take it back and get you some Barney and some lamb chop and play that in a damn car. <laughs> Okay. okay well, 30, talk about what we gonna go ahead, Tasha. I, I just wanted to say I agree with what you're saying because I'm the same kind of parent. I'm the parent that's gonna have all the trap music and the wap playing in my car with my kids not there, but when they get in the car from school, which that's not happening right now, but I'm just saying, or if I'm in the house, I'm playing certain stuff, they go to your grandma's house or they in the room with the room with the door closed, I'm gonna play what I wanna play. I mean, that's just who I am. That's just my way of parent parental code switching. And you okay, have so- daughters, so you know what you can use, like if, the, if you saw them like kind of bop into the song or mouthing the words, that's your opportunity to have a conversation with them and say, these are the things that, you know, you might hear in the song, but having a, a conversation with them in an age appropriate way about the things that they're hearing, talk to them about their bodies and how they need to take care of their bodies and protect their bodies. And not let other people police it either. Like, I don't know. But, but like, so speaking of much. what you listening to and playing in your car, the day that our podcast drops, Monica and Brandy also have their verses battle on Instagram. Girl, girl, you play that all day for your kids, But You play that all day. So I, I don't know it's no. Oh, that's the uh, Jill and Erica. Yeah, t-shirt. that was the best one. This, this yeah. One. By uh Kid Daisy, She's an artist, but um I, I have my other original versus sh- uh, shirt that I wore on our, on our, on our first little take that we did for a PR book. Yeah, they, they I were think I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be amazing. I hope that Brandy ain't going to be petty. Okay, because you know, sometimes she can get a little bit petty when it comes to Ron. Monica. And it just with Monica in general, oh. you know, and they've had they've had their history where Monica seems to remain the the unbothered one, and Brandy's kind of being a little petty is like nobody, and then here comes Brandy like, well, I was I was Whitney's favorite. Nobody actually. Said. Oh yes, I remember. You no, know, so um, I mean, aside from that, I'm I'm really here for it. If there was a win or losing, I would go. I don't know. It's hard because I feel like Brandy got the catalog, but Monica got the voice. Yes. yes. They both have beautiful voices, but I feel like I gravitate more to Monica's. Brandy got the runs out of this world. Of, I mean, I, I don't think she could touch our girl Jasmine, but thank you. Shout um, out to Jasmine. I, I I feel like I would probably lean towards Monica, but I'm excited for it no matter what, like it's going to be epic. Monica and Brandy will also have a seat for you on this mm-hmm. podcast. Yes, we will. On, y'all. Y'all you know didn't invited everybody. Monica, you, you've been an auntie. Let's talk Monica. Because Monica's been in the game since she was like 12. Now, that's a person that they may grow up too fast. Luckily, it, it doesn't look like it affected her so much. But Monica, you are the auntie. You've been an auntie a long time. Speaking of Monica. Um, you've been singing music for grown folks. Since free C murder. Free C murder, y'all. But well, see, that's free even see controversial mur- now, too. Like, you can't can't nothing live on the internet because now, no. you know, Master P. said something about that. Oh, please. And, and, and Monica, like, ain't, can't, ain't nothing safe. No. At all. It ain't okay. safe, it ain't safe. Don't put your life out there. Because once it's out there, there, you can take it back. So it's free for everybody then. And that's the thing. Like, it ain't our business, but you make it our business. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... I, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, Tosh. No, go ahead, Tosh. Well, I was just going to say, like, I, I feel like... um, Man, after all this dragon, I'm trying to... I, not us dragging, but I'm saying just all of this controversial uh, discussion, I think that the one thing that probably uh gave me some peace through all of this, uh, with everybody going crazy, all these people... You know, you're finding out stuff about them. I feel like what gave me so much peace the other week was when Beyonce dropped Black is King. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was just something that we all needed and we all needed to hear. Like, I've found myself at least five times feeling sad or depressed about something and listening to bigger mm-hmm. and just. I don't know, like everything changing for me or move forever. Like whatever it, whatever my mood needed to be, if it wasn't that, if I put that, Mm -hmm. those videos on or that song on, instantly I felt empowered. Instantly I felt better. And my girls like playing that around the house and stuff, Mm -hmm. like they feel empowered, they feel good. So Mm -hmm. I'll say that's the one good thing. in all this Kamala and Joe ratchetness and all the WAP controversy, um, should we even talk about it? But even like the Mega Stallion, um, girl, like fuck Tory, fuck Tory. You, Tory. you know what I'm saying? Black is king. At the yeah. end, amen. Yeah, it's been a rough year for us, and it's only August, okay? Yeah, it's been hard to be, black and it's 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 just been a lot going on. So that it was nice to have that break to like look at something that was full of beautiful black faces and such beautiful visuals like oh my god every outfit every scene everything was just amazing about it so i feel like if you need a moment to just take a mental break from all the other shit get your best friend's disney plus account because you don't feel like (laughs) paying that seven or such dollars per month and watch Blackest King, okay? Watch Blackest well, King. Disney Petty. Why don't they even have a seven day trial? They're real petty. They knew most people have like a, a five day trial, three day. They, they learn They learned from everybody else. They said, "As, as soon as no, you find us, yes, they want their money." So and that's be, fine, Disney. I paid it for it for one month, and let and everybody they, use they it. Yeah. I just passed mine around. Like, have you seen Blackest King? Here you go. Right girl. here, you go. Yeah. Go watch. Him. Wait, mm-hmm. real, since we real friends in real life, and, this, and we're doing this podcast in real time, because um, we about to wrap up. I want Shaquan. Uh, do you see what I just sent you? Yeah. Okay. I feel like so every week it will when we drop our podcast, we'll be doing uh, a auntie gym, and it'll just be a little word, a little word of the day, or just a little something to. I look actually had one, y'all. But I, I just sent one to Shaquan. And I okay. feel like it's perfect. It's from Auntie Alex L. And I feel like she sometimes can keep us in a in, a, in just a good mm-hmm. in terms of mental health and saying the right, uh, most encouraging things. And I feel like, rest in peace, Chadwick Bozeman, rest in peace to all the Black souls that have been um, murdered and taken from us far too soon, um, mm-hmm. specifically through police, brutali- police brutality or violence um and the, the killings that we've experienced within the black community by itself you know so yeah. i just feel like this would be a great thing to well Sha- Shaquan, before you go let me say thank you to everyone who has been listening thank you to everyone who's liked shared followed us on this journey yes this is something we thank just you just so this. much jump out there and do um we put a lot of work into this, but it, one of the things we didn't do is ponder on it long. We really are jumping out on faith. Um, sit, you know, follow us. Sit with us because this is going to be a journey. Make sure about when we make it to Essence next year or or the year after that, whatever. But I'm speaking next year that you're able to book your ticket. Essence, call us. Our publicist, our future publicist is Ray Farley. Take that shit So. We just want to thank you guys. Thank you for being a part of this journey. We are we are so glad that you want to be a part of our Friendship Circle. This is a place for people who have a lot of friends, for people who feel like they don't have a lot of friends. You're now a part of our coveted group message. Our, 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 y'all are part of our group chat. This is just our group chat in a podcast. We're just four yeah. regular ass homegirls that's been friends for a long ass time. All and three I, of our group chats. We have two I, Instagram group I, chats. We to have to text guys. messages. Exactly. The shit we talk to each other about, we just want to talk about it with y'all. Um, Thank you. Do you have any last thoughts? We love left. you. Um, well, um, before I get to this, I also wanted to continue to extend our prayers to the family of um, Jacob Blake while he's still recovering in the hospital. Um, but with that said, um, this is the gentle reminder from Alex L. Al. And i like to leave this as our uh, Auntie Jim for today, for you to take with you and do what you please. Give yourself permission to be sad, to not be okay, to not hold it together for once. Make room for falling apart and grieving what you've lost or longed for. Cry more, release the emotions trapped in your body. It's all right. There is profound strength found in allowing yourself to lean into heartache. Lean into heartache. Mm. That is where healing lives. Give yourself permission to love yourself through it. Amen. And that concludes our first episode of the Auntie Hour. I today. Thanks, y'all. All right, Come we love in. y'all. And we'll be getting back to you soon. Bye. Bye.